0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, so, the voice of Hawkes Bay. This is a program called
1: The Wonderful World of Wardini Books.
0: And as always, at this time of week, we have the wonderful Lou from Wardini Books in Havelock North. How you been, Lou?
1: Yeah, great.
0: It's good to be selling heaps getting ready for the the silly season. Yeah,
1: it's getting busy now. But you love it. Yeah, I do.
0: Do Are you one of these persons that uh, look forward to Christmas? It's like a build up. I love the build up. Yeah,
1: I love it. Our Christmas decks went up last night. I got home and my son had put everything. Everything that sparkles or flashes (laughs) in the house is out.
0: Do you like the kids doing it or would you rather have done it yourself?
1: No, I like to just come home and it's done. And it's, done. <laughs> it's
0: great. <laughs> Good on you. Three fabulous books to look at this week. And the first one is uh, a kid's book and it's called The Little Yellow Digger Who Saves Christmas. I
1: know. Look. Look at that. There's Santa in The Little Yellow Digger. How yeah. exciting is that? it has
0: got his prizies on the front.
1: He has. And there's a whole story behind this. So it's written by Peter Gilderdale, who I believe to be the son of Betty and Alan Gilderdale, who did the original Little Yellow mm. Digger books, but they're, they're dead so uh, pete is taken on the mantle and illustrated by fifi colston who is a very well-known and well-respected um, new zealand author and illustrator so in in this one we have some kids and they're doing a christmas play and the phone rings and it's santa and he's stuck because we're in new zealand he's got a four-wheel drive hasn't he um (laughs) and he's there with all his presents and things in the back on the mountain road and there's a kia the kia is an integral part of the story not through the words but through the pictures Mm. thanks to fifi so um i've been driving to your school player but i've had some awful look the mountain side came tumbling down and swallowed up my truck so he's completely stuck and the kids are all completely dejected they're saying, like, well, how, you know, why are you in a truck? Where's the reindeer? They've all got colds.
0: Oh, no. They're and there's a, a rather
1: marvellous illustration of Rudolph who doesn't have a red no. nose. Rudolph <laughs> has a green, slimy nose. All oh, right. right. And there's it. presumably Mrs. Christmas, Mother Christmas, um, giving chicken soup and carrots to, <laughs> to Rudolph. Um, so there's all sorts of, you know... Uh, explanations of why he is in the truck on this mountainside road in Aotearoa, New Zealand. And the kids are so glum. They're like, he's not going to get to our play. Good
0: drawings, aren't they?
1: Brilliant drawings, yeah. And she's just got, I think, you know, a really good representation Mm, of Kiwi kids there. Absolutely. Um, And there's this little girl, the little yellow digger, is in our parking bay. The digger driver's daughter was helping with our play. So who gets in the in the truck? But the digger driver's daughter, and there's the Kia again on the top supervising. Yeah, Could you and, say it ten uh, times on the road? Digger driver's daughter. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. It's a good one. Um, and then they all go. They all go chugging off down the mountain road. Okay, um, okay. And and you know what happens? They yeah. they're gonna they're gonna rescue Father Christmas Santa who's sat the there looking quite grumpy in his <laughs> and
0: he's got a sun is on because it is
1: summer in New Zealand after all. Um, so they dig him out and they sort out the truck uh, Actually no they don't sort out the truck And there's the Kia looking quite worried about the whole thing Because how's Santa going to get all the presents to all the kids oh, no. on, Or oh, everybody, not just the children yeah. Thank you very much it's Come to my place on, Yeah absolutely yeah. On, um, on Christmas Day So off it goes in the little yellow digger And there is Christmas magic The Kia's also in the digger Because right at the end How's he going to gonna get whole, around the good. world, Ken?
0: He's going to fly in his digger. He's going to fly in his the magic, little yellow digger. That's how it works. And how there's cool a more pork in there as well.
1: There's a more pork in there. And there's the, the kia, I think, is obviously going to be the new Rudolph.
0: And a poohutakawa tree. Yeah. they're all in there?
1: It's Kiwi. It's Kiwi, Kiwi, Christmas. Kiwi Christmas. The rhymes work. Thank you, Peter Gilderdale, because that's so hard to do. Mm. And it's beautifully illustrated by Fifi Colston.
0: And who's that going to appeal to? What <sighs> age?
1: <laughs> yeah, you and me. Oh, yeah. uh, I think, you know... <laughs> If you're getting ready for Christmas and you want to see some, you know, it, it must be quite hard for a two-year-old. Say, oh, it's nearly Christmas and they look outside and it's hot and the yeah. is out and, you know, all that kind of thing. And then you get all these snowy scenes and things and they're not know, relevant, they're are they? So it's really lovely to have maybe a two-year-old up until six, seven-year-old or whoever wants to sit round at Christmas and have a cool Christmas story and get all excited about it.
0: And it's a funny thing, we have a hot dinner on a hot Bay, don't we we yeah. sort of we bought england with us
1: kind of yeah well, that's colonialism yeah. isn't it we can go way into that actually. if you want to but yeah i mean i eat ice cream in the winter yeah i don't care too right mm.
0: yorkshire pudding anytime uh, damn right and yeah. our, next, our next book is called the perfume thief
1: we're away from altiro we're going to paris mm-hmm. who wouldn't want to go to paris Love it. but this is in the second world war when the nazis have occupied paris mm-hmm. and um the perfume thief was her name is clementine and she is a reformed con artist and she is always um dressed in a manly fashion so that's sort of she's worried that that's actually going to draw her to the attention of the nazis Mm. who you know would look at somebody like that and put you in one of the homosexual camps you know we're just going to get rid of you because you don't conform with that Aryan Mm. stereotype um so clementine thieved for rich people she was really good at it from a young age. She came from a poor farming background and um, was quite different. Didn't re- receive her mother's love as she should mm. and just went out into the world and did her own thing. Fell in love came, uh, and, and became a perfumier. So she knows everything there is to know about scents and extracting mm. scents from things and how you can retrieve memories. And, and we're in Paris in, in the Second World War with the Nazi occupation and you know you can't go out after curfew you can't go drinking you can't go dancing but the nazis can Mm. and they need people to dance for them so so it centers around this uh, bordello and there is um, a friend of clem's called day who is she's a mixed-race girl in disguise as a white woman because you don't want to be a mixed-race girl under the gaze of the nazis Uh, but she's a performer and a singer and then there is this beautiful beautiful um very well-known singer who is under the thumb of the Nazis and she's being kept by a commander called Lutz and um, he's trying to sort of keep her he's in love with her she's not in love with him she's his prisoner but her father was Jewish and has gone off to a Jewish camp Mm. nobody knows she's Jewish and he was the top perfumier perfumer in Mm. um paris and he had a diary and he sent this secret message to his daughter to say posing almost as one of her admirers you know with flowers Mm. you i write about you in my diary and she's like oh my god i've got to find this diary before the germans do because they'll find out that i'm jewish Mm. um so she hires clementine who is now in her 70s she's 72 um to try and find this diary before the nazis do and to do so, she has to go and sort of ingratiate herself with the with the Nazi who is is reselling things stolen from Jewish people. Mm. There's these quite awful scenes, mm. really, awful. where they've got like a department store for these rich Nazis that go in and they'll they'll buy like half bottles of very expensive mm. perfume that used to belong to a yeah. Jewish person oh, no, who awful. has been shipped off to a camp, yeah. and little dolls that belong to the children, you know. And it's just absolutely heartbreaking. Um, so. What you, you're you absolutely immersed in Paris and in the underground of, it's almost collaboration with the Nazis, but what do you do if they're going to kill you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, and then the whole thing about the perfumes and the scents and, and just thinking about the oils and hawthorn and what goes into absinthe, and mm. it's just, it's decadent, and it's, then there's also the side of it that Clementine is dressing in a manly fashion, and she talks about her great love, M., a gentleman, M, who wasn't a gentleman but posed as a gentleman. Mm. You know, So there's this, this sort mm. of gender-fluid um, community going on that's in great danger.
0: Now, you um, normally do bring in uh, a couple of quite depressing books. Is this one of those books that's got a happy ending?
1: It's got the most beautiful relationships in it. Mm. Um, so I think there's a lot of hope there. And there's also the sort of nods to resistance. Like the characters are in danger all the time but they're doing the right thing they are trying very hard to sneakily do the things that they can to thwart the german um intentions
0: is it based on fact on things that we did happen No,
1: actually i would imagine it is yes
0: yeah it sounds like it could be
1: yeah yeah so
0: out of 10 what would you give that book
1: oh it's a good sort of nine out of 10 it's it's fascinating and the characters are great the dialogue's great and it's glamorous as well so it's got that kind of oh, this is so exciting and thrilling and glamorous. I mean, no way would I have wanted to have been no, there in reality. No. But, um, yeah.
0: Now, your description of it and even the title might make me suggest that it's uh, possibly a book that um, perhaps ladies might like more so than anyone. Is, is it a book that everyone's going to pick up and like? or is?
1: Yeah, I think anyone interested in the history of that era mm. as well or anyone interested in – I mean, it talks about couture quite a bit mm. and um, – the perfume side of it so that glamour of Paris and I think that's that's not based on what gender you are of course all right now the next one sounds like and it's written by a man oh is it yeah
0: look at that who would have thought (laughs) the the man who died (laughs) (laughs) you know do you normally find that that it it, to me sort of has almost has a, a feminine description to it the way you described it
1: I suppose so. I don't know. Maybe that's because you're coming from your experience. Yeah, I suppose. But, um, yeah, perhaps not Timothy Shafford's uh, No. The Man Who Died Twice
0: sounds like a James Bond title.
1: Yeah, it does. And it's almost like a spoof Bond type of thing. So this is um, the second in a series of books by Richard Osman, um, The Thursday Murder Club Mysteries. Mm -hmm. And it's about... We're we're in Cooper's Chase in the south of England, and it's a retirement village. And you have um, a group of people that come together... Uh, to solve cold cases you know murders Mm. because Elizabeth is very very shady in the first book you don't really kind of know what's going on with Elizabeth and how she gets her intelligence but basically she was a spy she worked for MI5 MI6 for years and years and years Um, and she's still hard as nails and and got the intelligence to um, to figure things out and with her is Joyce, who's quite a who's an ex-nurse and she's very savvy and she but she's kind of like a typical old lady and she bakes for them, you know, yeah, and wears, wears Miss her and is always looking for the gossip and flirting yeah. with the <laughs> flirting with the new gentleman that come yeah. into Cooper's Chase. And then Ibrahim, who's um who is a psychiatrist, and Ron, who's just like the dodgy geezer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so So they're um they're an absolutely brilliant troop of of investigators. And what's happening in the second book is that um Elizabeth's living with her husband Stephen who is taking this quite gentle slide into dementia and and it's a rather beautiful love story between the two of them but she's married before Mm. and um, she gets this this message from a man that she thought was dead and she figures it out and what's happening is um, her ex-husband from years ago, Douglas, is back on the scene and he was a spy too Mm. and is a spy. But he's kind of accidentally stolen like a million, two million dollars worth <laughs> yes. of diamonds accidentally. from this this um this like posh gangster's house, and so he's been and he's like, oh no no no, I haven't stolen them, you know. So MI5 are father protecting him, and he's got going into hiding. At Cooper's chasing the right, retirement yeah. village because he's fairly elderly by now too. So it centres around this: Did he steal the diamonds? Did he not steal the diamonds? There's um the posh gangster who's after him, who's quite a sort of. You know, very well turned out, massive house, loves his garden. He's going to have an open garden and he's worried about that and about the pruning and if the baking's correct, and, yeah. you know, but, but also about finding Douglas and killing him. Yeah.
0: I love it. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, and who else is on the scene? Then there's the American Mafia because they're actually, the diamonds belong to them, so they're not happy with the posh English gangster. Yeah. And there's all this stuff going on. And then there's the Thursday Murder Club, these elderly people who are figuring it all out because life's exciting yeah. for them. And then there's the coppers as well, Chris and uh, Donna, the real police officers, who are good, good mates by now at the Thursday Murder Club. And sort of like they, they swing between like mildly irritated with them yes. and absolutely in awe of their investigative powers. So it's just a great deal of fun. They're absolutely brilliant characters. Page turner? Yeah, real page turner.
0: And if we want any of these fabulous books, where do we get them?
1: More DV books, please. Of Thank course, you. Of course,
0: in Haprock, North and Napier, mm. as well as my pleasure. You look after yourself and talk at the same time, same place next week.
1: Great stuff. Thanks, Ken. Who wrote the book